The dream is real. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live from Loveland. And ladies and gentlemen, safe place on earth. I pray that you get a Loveland in your lifetime. I want to start by celebrating my superhero panel. Uh, they're also known as the nation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for uh, Kendra Coco Kenya. Yes, Lord, we gonna, we gonna. Hello, guys. Keep those round of applause going. Well, my brother, they call him Cousin Freaky. I call him Taylor Lay. Taylor Lay, how you doing, champion? Man, lime. Keep those round of applause going. She's in school right now, but she had to talk to the nation. Dr. Sugar's in the building. Hey, man, how you doing? All right, 45 is the episode number, and it's called Rage Against the Machine. Ladies and gentlemen, I have... Um, started this uh, podcast with the intent to inform, impact, and inspire. And ladies and gentlemen, I, can, I have to continue doing my job. It's working. I'm seeing people I've seen in these streets for years, and they're not talking about my history or lineage in this business no more. They are talking about this podcast. I met this weekend at the Hip Hop 50 performance in the Bronx. Yes, I was there. Round of applause for Hip Hop 50. It was so good to be in the Bronx at Yankee Stadiums with all those superheroes. But people were coming hey. up to me talking about this podcast. Thank you for the work you are doing on this podcast. So I came up with this episode. A lot of people are not going to be happy about some of the things I'm talking about, but the work is working. The work is working and we have to be on the right side of history. So I came up with the name Rage Against the Machine. Now, first, I want to start by giving condolences to the Avant family. We lost Clarence Avant, the black godfather. Um, and I want to give him a round of applause and just tell his son Alex and all of his kids that we are, are with you in your time of grieving. Um, but one thing that Clarence Avant used to always say and do if you had the blessing to be around him is he would not be with none of the bullshit when it came to black culture black excellence much like andre harrell because that was one of his teachers he literally didn't take it y'all he didn't take no nonsense no bullshit it was what it was i even remember him always saying how did i fucking get here how did i get in between all you motherfuckers like he talked like that like how am i even the one that everybody you know comes to for healing for advice for you know knowledge and i'm taking on that role i'm, I'm taking on that role with a lot of people i've been doing it all my life but in the honor of clarence avon i'm also getting to a point where i might not have chose this business seeing it the way i see it now not and i, I don't want to let that go over nobody's head now Hip hop afforded a lot of us an opportunity. It, it, it afforded us a way out. And I am grateful for that. So in hindsight, yeah, I probably would have made the decision again. But there's so many things I despise about this industry, y'all. And it's not really our fault. It's not really our fault. And I wanted to say it here today on TKBS. It's the machine's fault. It is the machine's fault that we do not respect each other. It is the machine's fault that we have been put in these systemic situations where we don't know the latter. But at the same time, we have the power to do something about it. And this is what this episode 45 is about, raging against the machine. It's time, y'all. I can't personally stomach any more of perpetuating 
bullshit. Perpetuating things that are not in the best interest for our people. I cannot, I cannot. And I think everybody knows how I'm coming now. At Hip Hop 50, I'm getting the politicians, the, the borough president, I'm getting so many people that have nothing to do with my industry coming up to me, saying these things. But my peers are around me and they're like, all right, Kenny's here, let's get it together. And that's what I want. I don't want any more, you know, fame from this business. I really don't. I'd rather be heard than seen. I'm in that position in my life. And I know what my star quality brings. And I am not, you know, running away from my people. I am not not doing the things that we, you know, where we gather and have these celebrations and good times. You might see less of them, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the right side of history. And I want to be heard rather than seen. Um, and I think our industry needs to be more about amplification of true art and things that make us whole. And the rest of y'all gotta go bye-bye. The rest of y'all gotta get jobs. The rest of y'all gotta go serve your communities in a better way because you're cluttering up the game. You are fucking up the algorithm. And I'm talking about the human algorithm. What I am seeing from these people has me in my feelings where I'm scared to like show up sometime because I don't know how not to tell the truth now. Before I just might, might not have said shit and that's my fault. Now mind you, I never did anything or co-signed anything that wasn't a part of my spirit or being. But I could have said some things sometimes in my journey that might have moved the needle or forced someone to change their attitude and their energy. I, I could have, but now I'm not going. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not around it. I walked up to T.I. At the, at, the, at the Yankee Stadium, y'all. And I know Tip, he was uncomfortable because he was talking to that Brooklyn pastor that has been all in the news for scheming and you know all the things. And he had that one thing go viral. He put hands on whatever, right? And I saw him uncomfortable. And everything I had in my being was to go interrupt this energy. So I just went up to him and I hugged him because I knew he was uncomfortable. And I heard the, the dude, you know, let's exchange numbers, tips like, just hit me on the DM, you know, trying to be PC. I'm not being PC no more. I'm not, I just, now mind you, it wasn't my job to come in the middle of that and say nothing to nobody. I came and hugged the guy I knew because I wanted him to get that energy. But that's where I'm at, y'all. And I don't know if y'all see it, but I want to know if y'all seeing it, not from from me. I mean, y'all y'all know me as this version of me. Um, but how do y'all feel? Because I just don't feel like we are, you know, using our superpowers for good. And, and half of that, the majority of that rather, is starting with us. And we're not doing it, we're not doing it. It has a lot to do with accountability and the ability to show up as ourselves all the time. Mm. So you, in that, in that setting, you showed up as yourself. You are a protector by nature. You always gonna look out for people. Yeah. So when you see somebody whose energy is wrong, and you go and disrupt the transfer of energy that is happening, mm. you're just operating in, in the in the space of protecting. Yeah. That's just who you are. So if, if we are all operating in our superpowers, as you say, we will all do that. Yeah. I ran into some people that were being disrespected heavily. And I said something. Now, should I have said something? Maybe not. Right. But I couldn't allow it to continue to happen in my presence because why do you think it's okay to talk to these ladies like this and you're a man? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have any kind of weapon. I don't have any kind of way to defend myself if you if you want to get big. 
But what I am going to do is say, hey, you're not going to do that. Right. You can leave. You can be kind. You can be respectful, but you're not going to be disrespectful. So I think it's accountability and, and being able to to speak up and show up as ourselves everywhere. Yeah. Taylor, I know you want to say something. I'm glad that you are, you know, deciding to speak up in reference to certain things. You know, we, we've always kind of had a remnant of individuals, whether it be hip hop, music, TV, that were, you know, trying to uplift the people. Yeah. But they come, they get drowned out by the machine that's going to, you know, overshadow what they're doing. So you no longer will have a Lauren Hill. You might get a a Nicki Minaj or a Cardi B. And no disrespect to those sisters, but yeah. that message is is not going to necessarily empower us in the way that we need to be empowered, right? So it, it takes people like yourself and other individuals in the industry to be like, look, we, we can't have any more of this um, because the only way it's really going to change, there has to be a disruption in the socioeconomic system. Yes. If we if we just double dutch, you know, morally, or we double dutch when it's like, all right, well, that's cool, but I ain't gonna say nothing. Like, no, somebody has to tell a sister or a brother, like, yo, that's not cool. We Like Figure said, you mm-hmm. can't speak to women that way. You can't. If I see you getting disrespected, I just walk by like, ooh, man, that's tough. Who's there to Who's there to correct that type of action? Absolutely, man. Round of applause for that, Kendra. I, you know, your light is bright, and you, you're a mother, you're a wife. Like, you have this whole thing, and I think even like women. To 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 Taylor's point, you know, when you talk about like the Nikki's and Cardi's, which I love both. I love Cardi way more than Nikki because I I see Cardi mm-hmm. trying to grow. That's what I even see with you, like, you know, trying to grow from something. We all come from some shit now. We, it's no right. way around it. But how do you feel about the women? Because I feel like they're the they're the main ones that can take us over the top of this. We are. Um, for me, I've always had a problem of probably not of saying too much. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, we know, <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I, I cannot sit still and see some stupidity yeah. or something. I just can't get with the bullshit. So yeah. I've tried to hold back a little bit more because I don't have a filter. And I know I can come off as being very aggressive to some people that don't know me. Right. And so I've tried to try to find a way to say it a little bit better. Approach. Than yeah. just like raw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I agree with you. I think we do need people that's going to say something head on. I don't believe in just being in secret, talking and saying what should be done and not doing anything about it. Yeah, and I I love your boldness. Um, I think there is a presentation and a time in which you're supposed to present yourself and how you, I mean, how many times have you de-escalated a situation in college that could have just went all the way left? I know me in the streets, it was a million times it could have went the other way. But you choose to show up in in this way you have to. Me hugging Tip might have just saved the whole, cause you know, the other dudes like just, and I'm like, dog, like everybody knows you with the shit. So why are you even, but to even, I don't know him, and nor am I gonna get myself into something I don't have to. But at the same time, I know I could defuse the situation just about going to the to the to the other person. And I, that's what I'm saying too. You don't have to be 
so gung-ho militant like you just gonna show up and everybody gonna freeze now mind you some of us have that presence hello but at the same time yeah i love you t i love you t you my hello it's my my brother from another mother but i i feel like people just get so caught up in i ain't gonna say nothing because they gonna look at me crazy they gonna look at you fucking crazy anyway matter of fact this industry don't care nothing about you this industry cares nothing about you everything is transactional the reason I take things personal, the reason I share these stories is because one, you gotta keep it fucking moving. Two, you always gotta know when you enter the door, it's transactional. The majority of your relationships in life are transactional. A lot of you don't understand that your relationships are transactional. It might not be monetary, but there's a gain. That's a transaction. We have to get out of our feelings and get more into our purpose. Because we are letting shit slide that will fucking change the narrative. Listen, y'all, y'all, I mean, I, and I, I love how we have these conversations. And I feel so lifted that we do because people are getting the message, but then so many are not. And the problem with that is they don't want to. That's the issue I'm having. That's why I came with Rage Against the Machine today because I do not feel like we are doing anything about it. I think we are coexisting with the systemic situation we've been placed in. I think we are coexisting with people that don't really care about us, but now it's us not caring about us. That's scary. So you were talking about how um, the industry doesn't care about you. And we can also replace that with the world because all of us aren't necessarily linked to the industry, Facts. but it's literally the same application. The world don't care about Facts. you. So it doesn't really matter whether they are looking at you a certain way. It doesn't really matter because they're going to look at you like that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel nothing's real anymore, by the way. This is why I want to yeah. blow the internet up. I feel like nothing is real. The genuineness I feel from people is only there because of the history I have with them. Not because actions are in place, not because we talk every holiday, not because we exchange gifts and we're family, but I have 30 years with most of these people. So there's a respect. But you know what I'm learning? I've always been this way. I've always been to your point, sugar, protecting motherfucker, looking out, putting people in position. I'm with Clark Kent this weekend, one time for Clark Kent. And big shout out to Scar's Pizza. I did not know he was an owner in Scar's Pizza. The only pizza I ever claimed in my life was Geo's, which is Antico Pizza here in Atlanta. But this pizza tastes like Jesus made it. Had beef, everything. Didn't have pork, nothing. I ate it. I didn't wake up. I had four Sicilian slices of pizza. I woke up with a flat stomach. I don't know. Is it because of the wheat they made? I don't even know how I got on this promo because I'm not being paid for it. But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Scars Pizza. So back to Clark Kent. But I'm with Clark Kent. You know, I am a product of the people that believed in me. Literally, y'all. Literally saw something. I booked Clark Kent at the warehouse. I traveled the motherfucking globe with this man after meeting him. Formed a relationship. We... You know, he he proposed to his wife. Story time! Story time! Ladies and gentlemen, the year is, uh, what year did I get married? Can we subtract 24 years from the next month? That year, I, I was getting married. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jamaica. 
Ocho Rios, okay? Uh, back in the day, this is 24 something years ago, back in the day, Jamaica was Turks and Caicos, okay? For all you Negroes that overplayed Jamaica, back in the day, it was special. All right, one time for my island massive, pardon the head top, I love you forever. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting married in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. I'm at Sibonay Resort, outside of my fucking suite that has the little mini pool. I think I'm doing it, yeah! My best friends are with me, huh? We're on an island, oh, I'm getting married. And ladies and gentlemen, my people were there, I getting married, I jumped the broom, it's beautiful. I'm talking about beautiful. That morning, I went on the boat, I had some chicken wings, got drunk, uh, put some coleslaw on my face, and jumped in the water, I did. Yeah, but I got there, I was red from the burnt sun, but I got married, I got through it, I jumped the broom, I said my vows, I cried like a baby. Huh? The after, Aww. the after party, ladies and gentlemen, which is AKA the reception. Clark Kent is in there, and Clark Kent, y'all let me tell you, he had the jewelry, all the shit we didn't have. He, Tony Rome is what I call him, okay? And I call him Tony Rome, cause Tony Rome sound like it's soda cocaine, okay? Huh? And he just had the shit on here, the Prada's on. Yeah, yeah, he did not, I mean, not the time that I'm talking about, but <laughs> I digress. So he had everything that I wanted on, and he's silky fresh, he and, and he's, I used to tell him all the time, you walk like a ball player. You know what I'm talking about? Cause ball players just look like the un, unattainable. Not that they could all dress, but you get what I'm saying. If they could, it would be clocking. Okay, I digress. So we in the reception. Huh? Champagne is being raised. You know, everybody's having their time. You know what I mean? And so he comes over to me and just like, yo, uh, I wanna I wanna marry her. I said, oh man, God, we hugging it up. You know what I'm talking about? He's like, no, like, I wanna propose to her right now. I'm like, it, hell yeah, like we drunk, we having a great motherfucking time. So legend has it that he did a Michael Jackson spin, slid on his knees 20 feet to her and proposed. And then there's a story that he remembers. That's the story I'm sticking to. All right, that there. So round of applause for Clark and Keisha Kent. The Franklins are my favorite couple and I was with them this weekend. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we having a time and we're reminiscing, but for me, I got mad at myself halfway through the weekend because I'm like, how did I separate from my big brother? Right, like how did the time go from spending all this time together when, we're, when I'm younger and, and coming into the game and then I lose contact, not contact that we're not checking on each other or see each other, but like, you know how like you spend every fucking waking moment with somebody and you try and you don't see him no more? And then like, but I'm thinking life takes over. Listen, y'all, I was also taught that you gotta keep going. All right, come on, keep moving. But guess what? I can't get none of that time back. My man's going through some shit and I can't get none of that time back. But it was because all the dumb shit I was taught. Oh, and not, not that I, I mean, it was nothing like other than having children, having your own life, and that shit's going to happen. But the people that matter most, you gotta tap in. You cannot miss fucking milestones. You can't do things like that, y'all. We thinking money, I'm thinking money. I'm thinking business. I'm thinking I gotta go travel here. I gotta be this. I missed his fucking 50th. How do I miss his 50th? He didn't miss mine. Mm. But this is the industry that we were raised in. This is what we were taught, right? We were taught to get it. Uh, of course, times wait on no one. Go get it. You got to get that. This relationship might not last that long. It's transactional. Make sure you're on top of your game. But I missed time. I can't get back. And that's the first thing I want to tell people, y'all. This is a business that has a window. Yes. But it, you, you can't put your people on hold for the fucking success. You can't put your people on hold for the opportunity. You can't, you can't. There's ways to get it done. There's ways to get it done. And I wanna share that because 
I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. And I'm not, you know, I never did anyone wrong. I never did bad business deals. I never did, you know, shit on somebody to get ahead. I never walked to Brooklyn for cheesecake. I never did anything that was outside of my comfort zone. But I want y'all to know, like, we make human error in which you get older, you learn what's most important. How do y'all feel about that? Because I think it's relationships that we all need to rekindle that would serve us in this time. I think that it's important, but I too have been trying to negate this through, after the pandemic, I got used to being alone and then uh -huh. I've been goal driven, trying to get things done. So I am too guilty of not touching base with certain relationships but also we all have lives that we yeah, have no kids, we have careers and things like that. So you want to connect as often as possible, Yes. but sometimes schedule doesn't permit. Absolutely, absolutely. But see, we do find time for the people we in business with at that time. We do find time for things right. that are immediately at our, you know what I'm saying, touch and feel yeah, because it has right. everything. But that's what I'm saying. We have to do better with that. Because ladies and gentlemen, what I've learned, and I'm 50, I've been in a business that has taken and not given for 30 years, 30 piece, and yet I'm still happy and whole. That wasn't because I chose to be an industry dude, because I chose to go run a muck across the world and leave my family. To your point, Kendra, I knew what, was, I knew what mattered most. Documentary and book coming soon. I knew what mattered most. But at the same time, there were pieces to that puzzle that filled my cup. And I do look like at the at the journey sometime, like, damn, I gave this motherfucker's time and I wasn't over here, you know what I'm saying? And it, to your point, life happens. You get the life in you on another continent, you know, but I, I can't remember five times when I was at Rockefeller Records that I was with Clark Kent and his family or his wife. And that shit bothers me now. Same time, you know, I've, you know, made some incredible relationships. I've, I've saved lives. I've put people in position just like he taught me to do. So I don't know, but you, you know, you go through these things, but I'm here to tell you raging against this machine is to rage against the things you know aren't right for you. Raging against the things that you know you need to be doing versus what you feel because of your surroundings. Sugar, what do you want to say, man? It's just like, you really have to be able to find balance. So it's like, you know you want to be here and be present in, in certain situations, but you gotta also know that you gotta be present in other situations. Yes. So it's like, you gotta give yourself a little grace and you gotta be able to find balance because I'm used to being that person that's always there for everybody. Facts. But I had to realize that I wasn't being there for myself. And so um, finding that balance is, is the, it's a delicate experience that you have to go through because if you are so much used to being there for everybody else, it feels foreign to be there for yourself mm -hmm. or be there for somebody else in a different setting. So like, and then also being able to um, require that from other people. Oof. So yes, I don't child. care that you work in and get in the bag. I don't care nothing about that. I want you to do that. But if I am a priority for you, you'll make time for me as well. Yes, yes. Taylor, I know you got something for the people. You know, there's no way for us to actually get away from the machine, right? If you live in America, you're going to have to abide by certain things that America Ooh, sticky. Know, functions. I so see you, you can't get away from it. However, if the more intentional you are and the more you find what is important to you, the better your life will be as far as 
not just succumbing to everything. The machine is only going to make you feed into the machine. It's never going to say, you know what, don't feed into me. Facts. Ever. So if you find, for me, I don't care how much money I so-called miss. I was just having this conversation with my, my wife. She was like, I don't understand why you keep turning down stuff. Okay, well, if it's 40% travel, I'm away from you 40% of the time. I don't right. want to do that. Right. I can't be with my children. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. So if it's going to take me missing out on a few pieces of bread, so what? What's important to me is spending time with you, my kids, being able to say, you know what, today I'm going to be at home because I want to be. Yes. I don't want to have to be connected to something that is going to demand so much of my time because please listen to me. I don't care, especially if you're in corporate America. They do not care about you. My company what? does not care about me. They will fire me in today. today and replace me in the next five minutes yeah yeah it doesn't matter so you have to find what is important and what is important is not always the money it can't always be that no trust me if you know you don't have control over time i always tell again my wife this love me like i could die tonight wow mm-hmm. and you and you'll never cheat me out of love Oof. You, you you just talk the panties off of somebody that ain't your wife. I don't not on this thing. I'm just Whoa. saying somebody listening. Scoot back, scoot back, scoot back. Okay, bust that gun. Listen, I <laughs> I think what you said, Taylor, like, is masterful because raging against the machine is also defining success for yourself. And 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 I and I am telling you right now, I have been a master at that because the the balls it takes um, to to walk away from the type of money I've walked away or to move my, remove myself from people that are no longer in that moment serving a purpose or aligning with my purpose, I have ran, I'm talking about bust stupid dope moves getting away. And when I tell you it is not only rewarding because you know who you are, hello, you know whose you are, Hello? I don't need you guys to not hear that. Walking away, and then the last time, I'm gonna give you a little story time in two seconds, but you gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them, and it's okay. When to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. But I'm serious though. Get you ready for a little story time? This, 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 this story time. Yeah, so I, ladies and gentlemen, it's Los Angeles, California, 2017. Andre Harrell and I are together every day trying to create a master plan how to fix Combs Enterprises. And I was getting frustrated. The pettiness and the interaction between Puff and I had gotten to a point where it's like, I leave the house every day something gonna happen today if it does just know that i didn't didn't swing first all right um and then uh, i'm trying not to i don't move my family to los angeles california from atlanta georgia to launch this television station that eventually turned in me leaving that to go to Combs wine Spirits, which i knew that's what he wanted me for the entire time anyway but the money was kind of like all right if i could change the world on the media side then I can, you know, get the money on the other side. So it made sense. I went with it. But ladies and gentlemen, it got to the point where I was uncomfortable. And whenever you feel like 
hands gonna be thrown, whenever you feel like you wanna do something to somebody, whenever you feel like there's no way out of that feeling, it's time for you to go. So I said, I'm leaving. I'm out. What you mean you're leaving? Da, 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 da. Okay, I'm out. I can't really get with this. Ladies and gentlemen, in true Kenny Burns fashion, I left without, this is for two hours. I left without a settlement. I left without wanting any money. I just wanted to get the fuck out. I'm taking my family. I'm moving back to Atlanta. Ladies and gentlemen, I got home, told Jessica what my move was. She said, you better call them back and get your money. They owe you. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you do. You better call and get that money. So I called and got that money. But the moral of the story is, you have to approach, and this is to Kenya's point earlier. Like, life be lifing, but you still can't show up and not represent yourself. Fuck your feelings in that moment. Assess the situation, Kenny Burns. If you leave today, you make X, Y, and Z, you don't have none of that. In my head, I'm just like, I'm a man. You're not gonna fuck with my pride and my, you know, I'm, I could do it on my own. No, nigga, you moved your family to LA, that's worth something. You gave this man X, Y, and Z, that's worth something. Get your, you have a contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, big shout out to Jessica Burns, round of applause. Love her, she keeps me focused. Um, but we all go through those moments and, and we have to know when to rage against the machine. TKBS Nation, it's your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns. And child, if you're tired of those red marks on your legs from the mosquitoes, or if ants, roaches, and flies are making you angry at the barbecue, I have the answer. It's called STEM. That's right. I think it's the best mosquito repellent out. And for those ants, roaches, and flies, STEM also has a bug killer. The plant-based active ingredients and entomologists tested make it safe to use around people and pets when used as directed. The barbecue will never be the same. Keep those mosquitoes up off. Let's put those ants, roaches, and flies in a coffin. Stem, the new wave of mosquito and bug control. And you want to know why? Because the dream is real. Hey, do you want to be inspired today? Well, you have to meet the 2023 McDonald's Change Leaders. Ten young people who are working to make change in their communities. All year long, McDonald's has been helping them level up and spread the word about what they are doing. And they are doing some amazing things. Like writing books to teach our babies to love our history. Challenging ideas about autism and a lot more. The young leaders have what it takes, and the future is bright. Check them out at mcdchangeleaders.com. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. That's right, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that make the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, get that piece you've always wanted, and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that that watch movement is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather, and never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Mickey D's. Y'all know the realest conversations always happen in a Mickey D's booth. Give me some of your fries, boy. You better wash your hands. And y'all know all the best nights out in with the bite from Mickey D's. Oh, Lord, that tequila got my soul. I need some french fries and a chocolate milkshake. A full car of what you want. And we all know that what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Boy, I said I want some french fries. You said a quarter pounder with cheese. Give me some nuggets, 
too. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. What y'all want? Mama, I want a Mickey D's. All right, well, get your daddy. We're going to Mickey D's for dinner, baby. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moment. Go on and make more delicious memories today. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Nope. Discover does it automatically. Seriously though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. I want to know because to Taylor's point, we are in a world that is not owned and operated by us. Group Black posted Yesterday, only 4% of all media in the U.S. is black owned. Damn, damn, damn. 4%? That doesn't even make financial sense in the way that we spend. I would, I would. The way we consume. (laughs) Or the way we consume, or the way we inspire, you 96%. So for me, Raging Against the Machine is doing something about that motherfucking number. How do we, the most important race on the planet, the biggest contributors to pop culture ever don't own the way that we are being delivered in the form of media. I cannot fathom. Compromise, man. We just continue to compromise. If you look at slavery, to reconstruction, to Jim Crow, to civil rights movement, to now, the strategy has never changed. We are going to exploit the hell out of black people and black culture. It's just always been that way. So yeah, we may not, you may not be enslaved physically. Right. But again, the playbook mm-hmm. has never changed. We are going to continuously use, without hip hop, you don't have a lot of the movies, the soundtrack to movies. You don't have a lot of marketing. Come on. You don't have a lot of these companies. But instead of us saying, hey, you know what, Michael Rubin, you don't get to have a white party. You can come to one, but we're going to throw it. And it's going to be important. Why can't it be important to us? Why can't we have that? Well, hold Why on. First of all, more? I love your ghetto fabulousness in that statement, first of all, because <laughs> you brought up a white party, which, which, sure which is a great example because yeah. everything we create, they want to emulate. Everything mm-hmm. we create, they want to emulate. And guess what? Y'all not about to have a form of music no more. Because right, right now, I don't like hip-hop. I like R&B. And matter of fact, most R&B I like is in the 90s, the early 2000s, 70s, 80s. It ain't fucking with Me you too. motherfuckers today. And I don't care how you feel about it, because guess what's happening? They're appropriating everything you do. <laughs> yeah. Look at the charts. They walk like ball players now. They act like ball players. They actually put that shit on. And guess what? They actually love black women more than we do. Mm. And that's the problem. Y'all okay with it. I don't, I don't even understand the energy no more. That's why like, I'm like, I keep saying I don't like people. And I don't keep saying that. I said that a lot this weekend. Let me just preference this, this situation. <laughs> I said a lot this weekend. I don't like people. That's a cold lie. I love people. That's why I'm so frustrated. I don't like the motherfuckers I've given the respect to them years in this industry. I don't like the motherfuckers I supported that ain't shit. How about that? Them the people I don't like. 
And if you like them, if you supporting them, if you ride in the car with them, I don't fucking like you either. And it gotta be a line drawn. I'm just at the age. I'm just at the age I seen too much. And ain't nothing none of them could do to me because I know all about all of you. I know your preference. I know your, your Achilles heel. I know your kryptonite. I know it all. That's why y'all don't see nobody busting no moves when I show up. But there's nobody continuing that on a local level. We went and bust motherfuckers heads with some goddamn lawn chairs a week or so ago. We can't do that to motherfucking Ray Ray on the corner selling dope to your mama. Huh? Come on now. Huh? You, you ain't saying nothing to nobody in your neighborhood doing the wrong shit. It affects you. One of your peoples is on the shit, nigga. One of your fucking cousins, brother, aunt, somebody is in jail. But you you ain't raging against the machine. You wanna rage against your homeboys? You wanna rage against the motherfucker same fucking circumstances you? You wanna rage against that. But you wanna rage against the machine? We see the flaws in the machine, y'all. They are trying to repeal civil rights. Hold that. They're trying to repeal civil rights. Not fucking take your corner store, liquor store, all the shit you glorifying. They wanna repeal your rights. But why are they scared? Because we have way more access, we have way more power, and we have way more intelligence than we've ever had as a race. That's why they scared. Because our love permeates racism. We are the most forgiving people in the world. But we don't forgive right. our we don't forgive our people. We don't we don't celebrate you know, the people doing the work, we want to, with the op in them, the motherfucker who, who got body and, and, and tattooed tears. And we, we can tell, I was watching American Gangster yesterday. I love the cinematography for the first time in my life. I was like, let me watch the way I say this because I love the movie. But we glorified a rat. Then we glorified a motherfucker that took tens of thousands. And I didn't think about it till the end of the movie. I'm watching in it when he had, when he's starting to flip on everybody, giving all the names. They were like, yeah, we're charging you with thousands of murders. You had a real hand in providing dope. And I'm thinking about this shit like, damn, I ain't shit for loving this motherfucking movie. You know what I mean? And again, we are all peeling back the layers on the onion. Ain't none of us perfect. But we were taught all the dumb shit. How do we, y'all, because it's not happening in our lifetime. It saddens me to say that. But how, y'all? How do we get, because what I thought was hood, Listen to this, I'ma fuck y'all up. What I thought was hood or being hood, it still had a sense of community. They don't have none of that anymore. None. I go to any hood by myself with my friend, whatever, and I look around, there's not a safe zone in your neighborhood. I ain't me. I am stereotyping my own. I guess I'm saying like, where do we go because, <sighs> child. I get upset, man. I'm watching fucking Yo Gotti talk about things and I'm just listening to the thing and I'm like, bro, like the genius that got you here should be the genius thing that separates you from the bullshit you talking about. People don't know how to live in it. So it's like, it's like when when you, if you, if you a new kid at a school and you are, you're a gifted kid, but everybody around you likes to be on the mess. Right. And so you dumb yourself down in order to fit in. So that's what a lot of people are doing. Wow. They have these golden traits. They have these special abilities. They have all of these superpowers. 
But because so many people around them are not holding them accountable and keeping them uplifted, they dumb themselves down in order to be equal with them instead of making the other people around them rise to the occasion. Man, listen, and I don't, I'm not hating on Gotti. And I want to preference why I said that. He just did an interview with Earn Your Leisure, and he was talking about the value in streaming. And I'm like, do you remember Napster? Do you remember how it took? Like, and, and now mind you, even if that was all designed by an industry to control more of the narrative, this is fucking slavery. This is slavery. And he was live telling people like, but that's because he's getting that money and they're paying him to, you know, reproduce this, this shit. And I'm not knocking no hustler again. But if you don't do better, knowing better, what the fuck are you doing? <sighs> it drives me crazy, y'all. Uh, I want to wrap this show up, um, Rage Against the Machine, because I feel that we are at a precipice. All right. I don't know if you're impressed by that word. Uh, I am. I'm adding more words to my vocabulary. We are at a turn, y'all, that uh, for me, um, I'd rather be heard than seen. Um, this faux celebrity. All right, faux. You see that, not P-H-O. All right. But faux celebrity. It's just not real. This facade of accomplishment, this facade of achievement, this facade of brotherhood, sisterhood, it's just not real. It's just not real. We don't act like that. And so I'm going to do my best to show up in a way that is spirited and continue to uh, lead by example. But I'm changing a lot of my ways. But how do y'all feel about Raging Against the Machine? So it's very important to... Um navigate carefully through different parts of our lives right so right now i'm in a i'm in a different space so there's a lot of time that i need to be by myself and that's okay yeah and there's a lot of time that i need to tap in with people that i trust and that's also okay mm. but everybody doesn't deserve um all parts of you all time so you got to be very careful with who you allow into your space you have to be very careful with what you allow them to input into mm. your mind and you have to be very intentional about what you're doing to make sure that you're continuing to be better and keeping the people around you um, accountable for their um, growth as well. Absolutely. Taylor, round of applause for that. Though. Yes. Yeah. I'm always looking to change the narrative. People will say that, you know, I'm a rebel, but just understand I'm not the rebel. I'm actually normal. It's normal. We have to change the fact that mm. If I say treating women, especially black women, correct, that I'm a rebel, oh, that's normal. It's normal to tell your buddies, like, yo, I love you, what, what you're doing is terrible. That's yes. normal. The machine has us thinking it's rebellious, right? To to want to have a decent wage at work, to not like poverty, to hold your, you know, your elected officials accountable. Mm. They feel like that's rebellion. Oh, that's, that's humanity. Right. It's normal for me to not want to see somebody poor. Right. right. So let's change the narrative. Let's stop all the nonsense with, you know, how we treat each other. Like you were talking about, you know, don't get mad at your brother necessarily for doing, you know, doing something that he's not supposed to be doing. Correct him. Yes. And go against the machine. Right? Yes. All these, like we say it so many times, these execs, if they really cared about us, would they allow us to call out women bitches? Mm. Mm. They allow us to have dope music where we talking about we gonna kill you and I got the I got the pole and nigga I'm coming out with that Come on. they really care about you as a human being. Come on. And then say, you know what, I I'm mad that he didn't sell ten million records to that. Wow. 
that's that's crazy so don't feel like it's rebellious to be a good human being right let's work on being good human beings despite our differences religion whatever just be a good human being Hold yes. on. This, this narrative will change yeah coco kendra um i've just been focusing on myself and blocking out all the noise and what i mean by noise i mean other people other people's opinion um social media whatever that may have be because your growth and your spiritual journey is only for you That's it's right. not for anyone else so i'm trying right. to focus on my family and those that i've truly care about and care about me and just be the best person i can be yeah i want to speak to that too raging against the machine is not just raging against the system it's raging against the things in your community that outrage you so you need to lock into that y'all we are in a a very peculiar place uh we've never been here before actually to have the success the access that we have as a people but not owning our narrative y'all four percent of media is owned by black people that is that cannot go and be a, a thing anymore like we have to burn that shit down but it starts with us i love y'all round of applause for my uh panel of superheroes this is a very informative impactful and insightful conversation yeah, show, and on the count of three one two three the, the dream is real real all right there we go bust that gun for sure Go back to class, baby. We love you. Peace! The, 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 the dream is real. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Stem, who I think has the best mosquito repellent and ant, roach, and fly killer. If you don't want those critty critters crawling all in your crawl, get Stem and get rid of them all.